Tammy Cabrera, Buddy Paws Cheesecake. Mike Molina. Andy Brad Bernard. Dave Schrader. And the Hackmaster, Ralph Toy Basham, MD. Now we're cooking with gas. We're going to be. Is that for Dave? <laughs> it's for all of you guys. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> uh, we'll be right back. Kick things off. Tom Bernard Show. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. It's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? uh, Either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Walzer Automotive continues to grow. They think it's because of their upfront pricing, no haggle or hassle sales experience. And working with one person from start to finish. I think we all know it's because of the loyal podcast listeners. I've said it a million times before. I won't endorse a company that I don't believe in, and Walzer's no exception. I've bought several cars from them, as has my family. I know what you're thinking. Tommy got some special deal. Well, the truth is we paid the Walzer best price just like everyone else. Walzer will sell about 35,000 cars this year, and you can't do that if your prices aren't great. Do yourself a favor. When it's time to shop for a new or used car, go to walzer.com and give them a shot. You won't be sorry. Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. Why is Saturday night the only night that's a good night for fighting? How about Tuesdays? <laughs> I like Tuesdays, too. <laughs> Tammy's with us. Tammy, what the hell's going on over at Muddy Paws? <laughs> Not just making cheesecake right now. <laughs> what happened? Well, came in Saturday morning early to find the, the roof open um, to our bakery and snow coming in. And um, there was debris and uh, fiberglass everywhere and then we walked around to find several other holes and walls um, in our bakery put in and the front door glass shattered and it took me it took me all weekend to really piece it all together but um, there's a there was a lot of uh, a lot of the st louis park police were great and they came out and basically we were burglarized and uh, we were an accidental target an accidental victim they weren't looking for us um, but we were we do have like forty thousand dollars in damage from what what they did there's nothing to take but cheesecake and they didn't take any cheesecake which is my <laughs> funny tagline why why i saw some nut rule in there when they didn't take a piece is there a, is there a bank next to you or something no but um and there's we're all little businesses out there we're all small businesses um but they they thought i was a, a, a different a, a different company in that building and or in that spot and and uh, we're disappointed to find cheesecake so or do you know what they thought you were um, I do know um, there's an investigation investigation going on, so I don't know how much I can say about where they were, oh, yeah, okay. what they were going. But I do know that I do know where they did target, and I and they did and eventually get to where they were targeting. Oh, they did. Yeah, through your walls. That's nice. Um, they tried to go through our walls, and they've those two neighbors by me were not the place they were looking for either. And they they eventually got to where they're going to uh, to a building next to us. So. Yeah. You know, How dumb of a criminal are you? I know. That you can't figure out which place you're trying to well, get into. We went into. through the roof. That's why. Oh, So Because it's a really secure area, secure building. Uh, and so they went through the roof. They cut a metal hole. I uh, used a saw to, me- to cut a hole. 
wow. and jump through kind of Ocean's Eleven style. I guess. <laughs> and um, when they came through, they pulled our roof down, or sorry, our ceiling down with them, and that's what caused the most of the problem for us is the ceiling and everything that came down and wrecked when it came down. Did you say that story was, I believe, yesterday came out? There was a guy who uh, apparently got in an argument with another guy, and I, I guess this guy came upon him and started trouble, and he, he started a fight or whatever. And the guy says to the accoster, hey, you're not very lucky. I've got a dash cam that, that caught this whole thing, and yeah. I'm turning it over to the cops. So he turns the dash cam over to the cops, but what he didn't do is realize that uh, his dash cam also contained footage of him robbing a store. A Sally's oh, Beauty Supply. A beauty no, supply. Of all places. <laughs> right. Shampoo. He's bandit. got him robbing a, sh- uh, a beauty supply store. Yeah, the camera catches him going in the trunk and getting a bat out, and then he walks up and smashes a window. Oh, my God. Steals the stuff. Gets into a car accident, turns over the dash cam to prove to the person that hit and hit and run. Hit and run, yeah. So he gave the videotape footage up there without even realizing because he had backed into the spot. Oh my <laughs> god! So genius. these people are all geniuses. So okay, so you have forty thousand dollars of damage. Yep, and um, so over the course of the weekend, a lot of people were reaching out asking how they could help. And I had um, I have one friend named Chris, and she surprised me with a GoFundMe, and I was thinking in my head maybe 500 or 1000 just to kind of get us kind of mm-hmm. started again and, and take out a loan whatever i needed to do and um it just kept it just i can't believe how much it took off and how many how many people have donated how many um different um tv news clips i've been part of and oh really um, and and newspaper articles and business journal and um and city pages and i just on and on, and on. so it's um, it's really endearing and um, touching, and it's a lot for me to. I don't, I'm not good at receiving. I'm better at giving. So yeah. <laughs> so so now, if people do want to go to the GoFundMe page, how do they find it? Um, well, um, the Go you can go to GoFundMe, and if they type in my name, Tammy Cabrera, T A M I, and then C A B R E R A, it'll come right up. Or you could put in Muddy Paws Cheesecake. Um, and I'll, it'll come up, and I will look up the link exactly too while I'm sitting here. Okay. Yeah, and they can go there. And then um, a lot of people have had questions um, about insurance, and it's it's a long story, which is too long for the show. But basically, with restaurants, because we have such high liability and the nature of what we do, uh-huh. um, we have really high high deductibles. It's meant for out- yeah, it's I meant for outbreaks. That. Yeah. Um, is what those are for, and. And I don't really know a lot of small restaurants or small bakeries that make a lot of money, so we don't have the money for a fancy insurance policy. You know? A fancy insurance or, policy. Or, fa- or maybe fancy is the right word. But. Well, i got to tell you something. I get, Catherine and I have a couple of fancy insurance policies, and they don't pay off any better than yeah. really? the fancy ones. Okay. So. Well, then I'll skip the fancy yeah, one. Yeah, skip the fancy one because they'll figure out a way not to pay you. It's unbelievable. Uh, so. I, uh, yeah. They need to regulate the insurance business once again because it's way out of line again. You know, all these businesses, unless unless you keep an eye on them, they get way over the top. It's yeah. unbelievable. But, yeah. So you're going to be okay, though. Can we'll you do business okay. while, or can you not do business while? Well, that's repairing? one thing I want to make sure I put the word out that we are open for okay, business. Good, There's no good. change in our hours, no change in our production. Um, Perspectives Kids Cafe has offered us um, their kitchen to use or unlimited amount of time and um, I've also had several chefs in the chef world have reached out and offered to uh, give me their kitchen but right now we're still baking but there's going to be some electrical work that has to get done because this yeah. the thieves took down our electrical um, so um, in part of the building so that's going to probably be a time period where we will stop baking but we're open regular hours and okay, good. nothing's going to change and they'll be, be bigger and better than ever <laughs> okay we'll, uh, we'll get that information yeah. posted on yeah. our website where people can contribute as well Perfect. Uh, Kristen are you with us Yes, I am. Okay, so now when you, you when you broke in, did you use a partner saw to cut through the roof? What's a partner saw? <laughs> you know, you never work construction if you don't know what a partner saw is. <laughs> Correct. Have you seen? A, have you ever seen? Uh, that's how you know I didn't do it. That's right. <laughs> I'm going to take you off the arrived. list. There's about oh, I would guess it's about 
uh, I don't know, probably about a 14 or 15 inch saw blade. It's a, ro- uh, a round saw blade, and it's attached to what looks like kind of like a lawnmower. <laughs> and they just go along with this thing, and it cuts. I mean, it cut. It will cut through steel. It will cut through anything. It's unbelievable. It's called a partner saw. You see a lot of concrete workers using them when they cut cut blocks out to kind of repave things. Let's say there's a certain part of a, a building that was damaged. They would cut a perfect square out of it and replace it so it looks really nice. But yeah, Tammy got her. They cut through her roof to get uh, into a business. Turned, turned out to be the wrong business, but, you know, they're I'm sure they're very smart people other than that. Or a karma's coming to get them big time anyway. Genius. So that's the only thing you can sit there and rest easy on. And by the way, I'm never talking to you again. Me? Yes. Because you went to see A Quiet Place and you hated it? I just hated it. Oh, God, yeah. I thought it was terrible. <laughs> really? You hated it? I thought it was terrible. Like Rotten Tomatoes is giving it like a 215. I know. Oh, I Are know. you kidding me? It was so interesting and fresh. And interesting. Different. Okay, here, here's what we're going to do. Here's what we're going to do, first of all, Kristen. Why don't we do this? If we can sit by the waterfall and talk in full voice, why don't we, because we have electricity, record the sound of the waterfall and play it out all of the windows of our house and then we can sit around the house and talk all we want because they can't hear us. Spoiler <laughs> alert, Tom. Why don't you tweet movie. to John Krasinski and let him know? Uh, he's another... Oh, that's... Alex insulted me, too. <laughs> Typical. <coughs> Excuse me. We're leaving. I said, I don't dislike John Krasinski, but I've never been a big fan and Alex goes, oh, you're just jealous because he's married to Emily Blunt. I was like, yeah, I'd rather be married to Emily Blunt than your mother. I mean, come on. <laughs> Figure it out. I don't know. So you loved it, though, didn't you? I loved it. I thought it was a great movie. I thought it was something different. You know, and especially for me, it's where we're right on the precipice of Avengers and every other superhero blockbuster tentpole movie. We're moving right into that season. I love it when smaller movies get noticed with fresh stories that aren't reboots and things like that. And I thought that this was one of them. Well, I mean, the problem, I had a few problems with it, the whole thing. If you're going to take the space shuttle away from the four-year-old, Take the batteries out, put them in your pocket, and give them back the space shuttle. You don't set the space shuttle down with the batteries about two inches away so the kid can just put them back in the space shuttle. Um, so why are looking for logic in a horror movie? Oh, that's true. Also, There's no logic in any movie. <laughs> why don't we do this? Uh, we live in a world in which no one can make any noise whatsoever, so why don't we have a baby, the noisiest people on Earth? <laughs> You know, you, you can uh, you can suspend a, a belief, but you can't suspend uh, people's intellect. And I think that's what wow. people should, you can't say these people are so stupid that they can't figure this out. And I also one last thing, and then I'll shut up. When the boy falls into the corn bin and starts to sink, and then the door comes down, and he lays on top of the door, so he doesn't sink into the corn. When the creature jumps into the corn bin, why doesn't it sink into the corn? <laughs> Explain that to me. It's a weightless creature. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You have, <laughs> see, you have to suspend <laughs> gravity. Oh, yeah. Very low mass to volume ratio. Yeah, yeah very low mass to volume. <laughs> so other than those huge glaring errors in the movie, I thought it was really horrible. <laughs> well, honey, if you're listening, I guess we're not going to see The Quiet Place this weekend. <laughs> it's just not. <laughs> oh, I, I highly doubt you'd like it. Really? It's just it's boring as hell. See, I kind of like when they take in like Ten Cloverfield Lane. I mean, yeah, was a great movie because it was it was psychological. It took you into a different place, and you really it was hard to to understand who was the bad guy in this movie. What yeah. was really going yeah, on? Right. Was that the one with John Goodman? Yeah, yeah. Right. So, I, and that's why I was looking forward to the Krasinski thing because I thought that was interesting, and I like the interview that he did, Kristen Dewar. He was talking about um, he and his wife were were talking about you know being parents and that. The, you know, the most powerless thing in the world you can do is when you can't help your children, you know, when they're sick or things like that, and you just have to kind of let kids suffer through some of these deals. You can only do so much, and then were, that kind of blew up into what this idea became. Yeah. And uh, that's really saying something. You know, I, I like the idea that, and like you said, you know, you're having a baby, you know, and, and that just amps up the deal because nobody wants to see a kid in crisis. So right. that's why they've got kids in the movie, and then you've got this, and then you know it's going to be that 
that moment like in the last episode of MASH. Remember when Hawkeye is in right. the bus and the baby starts crying and yep. a really bad decision has to be made. It, you know, I think that it puts that kind of uh, into a contextual place for you to really amp the fear level up. Arf. Is Jude here? Yeah, he's out there with Mom. Oh, I didn't know he was here. I had no idea. I didn't see him. He doesn't like something. <laughs> oh, he was playing with you. I was petting him, yeah. There, yeah. Oh, that's right. He did come over to me. That's right. You were petting him. I didn't see him at first. Jude, shut up. He doesn't like something out there. He heard us talking about a quiet place, and he goes, he he's giving me a pet him again. He goes into full noisy mode. <laughs> Yeah, can you imagine being in a quiet place with Jude? Yeah. Good luck to us. We'd live about n- 10 seconds. That'd be the end of it. Dogs don't understand. I have a hard time being quiet. I, I don't think I would live long either. You don't think you would live very long? I, I just, boy, it's been a long time since I've gone to a movie that I, I just thought knock, knocked me. I, I really liked Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri until the end. I thought the end was terrible. I hated that movie. It was a terrible ending to that movie. It was. We saw Rampage over the weekend. Did you see Rampage? Took, took my son to go see Rampage, and he we loved it. I thought it was a fun well, it's, yeah, action, it's to be fun. kind of in that Jumanji sense and feel. It was just, the I Rock was is really great. Fun. Yeah, you know, you know what you're getting into when you go to a rock movie. It may not be like an Oscar-winning film, but you know you're going to come out smiling, and it, you know you've enjoyed it. That's what I like about his film. Well, yeah. and every character he plays is so different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, I think. Bucks for the Rock's personality, honestly. Like, I want to see The Rock. One thing I will. Going to one of his movies. I will tell you, Chris, one thing I really liked about A Quiet Place is everybody in the theater shut up. They did not make a sound the entire movie, which I really enjoyed that. Hmm. I really enjoyed that. Did you that go in with too many snacks? Because I. No. Had <laughs> and they didn't go in with snacks. Basically, the person next to them sat down with, like, a noisy Coke and popcorn. And I was like, oh, man. The only noise I made during the entire movie was about midway through, I went. God, Kristen's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> that was the only noise I that I made. Everyone laughed. <laughs> <laughs> so th- that was the only noise I made, and that was it. And no, you know, it. it uh, I, where did the nail in the in the step come from? <laughs> the prop department. <laughs> yeah, the prop department. When the woman steps on the nail, where did that oh, nail man. come from? Kristen, Kristen is not talking to me anymore. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> Tammy's here. Kristen's here. We'll be back. Tom Bernard Show. I'm Brad Huckle, president of North American Banking Company. Ask one of our bankers what they love about business banking. They always say the relationship with a client. Case in point, True North Oral Surgery and Implants is a longtime customer with a growing practice. Their banker, Julie Marshall, knows the ins and outs of what they do. So when they need working capital, an equipment loan, or funds for expansion, they call Julie. Are you looking for a banker you can count on? Give us a call. This is Tom. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Did you know that 60% of people over the age of 60 are starting to experience cloudy, blurry, or dim vision due to cataracts? Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Eye Care. Whiting Clinic is best known for their fabulous LASIK results. You've heard me rave about them for years. But did you know they're also experts in cataract surgery? Yes, indeed. And I'm here to tell you about my wonderful experience having cataract surgery at Whiting Clinic. I'm at that age when my vision started to fade, so called up the folks at Whiting Clinic, and they helped me out right away. My cataract surgery was super easy, and thanks to the Whiting Clinic, my vision is top-notch once again. Whiting Clinic has the most advanced lens technology options, so I can see far away and up close without wearing any glasses. If you want to learn more about your options for cataract surgery and clearer vision, attend one of Whiting Clinic's cataract seminars. Call Whiting Clinic at 855-554-2020 to reserve today. Space is limited, so don't delay. That's 855-555-2020 to learn more about your cataract surgery options at Whiting Clinic. Swinging with Kristen Burt. Kristen and I balance the universe because she loves everything I hate and I hate <laughs> everything she loves. Well, maybe not for long because uh, a follow up to last week, Kristen, what's the uh, new family feud with you what's and your brother? Oh, that's oh, right. You said you were gonna. You were announcing a new family feud. You and your brother a new family feud. are battling oh, well, over and something. And I said it's an old one. I forgot. All oh, okay. okay. So, um. So, 
we have to go back to 2003. My dad was cleaning out some of his stuff because he was, he had a whole bunch of stuff from his old house and brought it to the new house. And he was like, uh, who wants this? And it was an antique map of um, where we had our summer house up in Kennebunk, Maine. And I was like, oh my gosh, I want that. I love that. That's awesome. And my brother goes, no, I want it. And he was furnishing his new house. So my dad's like, oh, well, Eric's furnishing his new house. He can have it. I'm like, are you kidding? I said I wanted it first. But whatever. So my brother went home with it. Um, and I was like, I can't believe that I said I wanted it. It was just a stupid fight 15 years ago, okay, over who wanted this. My brother just claimed because he had a new house, he deserved the map, not me. And he took it. So Is that your brother, Donald uh, Trump, Bert? Yes. <laughs> Yes. Okay. And then, um, so my dad, which was really nice for Christmas and my birthday, they're both at the same time of year, bought me another antique map that he got framed of Kennebunk, Maine, where oh, I lived during nice. my summers, and I loved it. It was a great part of my childhood. So I have that, which is amazing. Well, I get this huge box about three weeks ago, and it was for my brother, and I was like, that's really weird. And then I realized my brother's moving again, and I was like, oh, my gosh. It's the map. It had to be because it was that same size. So I videotaped it, and I was like, oh, my gosh. I know exactly what this is, so I'm going to open it up on video so you can see me open it because I'm Uh like, this is the map you stole from me 15 years ago. Uh So I opened it up. It has 18,000 of those styrofoam peanuts because he had it done at one of those, like, shipping stores, and you know how they add all those things. And then a thousand things of tape and bubble wrap and everything else. And I said, thank you, like, three times. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe I get it 15 years later. So whatever. And then I sent him a text with the video and another thank you. Well, he went to my mother, little, like, (laughs) little whiner, and didn't think I was grateful enough for the um, antique map again. And I was like, and my mom's like, I think you need to go and tell him thank you again. And I was like, what is he, four, four years old? Yes, wait. And, and he had to tell everyone, he had to tell my mother, I spent $150 in shipping. $150. Because it is expensive to ship those so it doesn't break. He's like, I took so much care to do it, blah, blah, blah. And she wasn't grateful enough. And I was like, are you kidding? First of all, if his feelings were hurt that I wasn't grateful enough, I think he should run to me and tell me instead of my mother. And so... That was our latest fight. I have a question for you. It only costs yeah. $150 to ship something from South Florida to Southern California? You know what it was? It was the packaging. If you go to those packaging stores, if they bubble wrap yeah. it for you, and do all, they overcharge you for it. They really, so, really. But I mean, I thought it would have cost it. more than that. Well, no. $150 is a lot for shipping. That's a lot. Oh, it That's is. a lot. No. I better not ship anything. For bubble wrap that you could <laughs> essentially do yourself. I mean, it would probably cost you 50 bucks to ship, I think. Yeah. They probably charge them $100 in packaging. Yeah, it's much for better. For styrofoam peanuts. Maybe just... they charged him extra because he was whining the whole time about how expensive this was going to be to send to his sister. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, I don't know what it is. And I'm like, do you want me to thank you for the $150 of shipping? Like, I don't I don't know what it was. But I'm like, I, I, and I went back and I watched the video to see if I was, like, super obnoxious, like a sister can be. Yeah. And I actually was like, no, I actually said thank you. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And talking about the packaging because it, it took me like a solid 30 minutes to unwrap that sucker um, which I didn't videotape that whole thing but and then we had a really good text exchange and we were talking for like 15 minutes and I'm like I don't know what he's whining about I gotta tell you kind of a family story as well so Catherine has a brother who's a very nice guy he's very opinionated matter of fact his politics and your politics are identical and he's very opinionated about his politics but other than that he's a nice guy Right. Well, this friend of his came to him and said, I need to borrow $10,000. He goes, okay, well, I mean, you know, $10,000 is a lot of money, but <laughs> if you really, oh, no, it's really, an, it's, I need it for my family and blah, blah, blah. So six months later, they're sitting in a bar, and the guy he lent the money to starts bitching at him about, you know, sometimes, you know, when we're talking, you just get way, way over the top, and you're not very considerate. You know, I just don't understand your situation. You're so opinionated, and you really aren't considerate at all. And my brother-in-law said, well, uh, 
how about that 10000 I gave you that you still haven't paid back six months later? And the guy says to him, yeah, leave it up to you to bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> how great is that? Gee. Yeah, leave it up to That's you to bring exactly. that up. That's <laughs> exactly. Yep. I love that. that I totally love that. Oh, God, it's hilarious. Yeah. Why would you bring that up that I stiffed you out of ten grand? Unbelievable. Um, Tammy. Can you say ballpark where the where the total is on your GoFundMe, and where you you needed to be at forty thousand, correct? Well, we put it at twenty. Um, I I just want to be realistic with that, you know, with I mean, with the amount that I feel yeah. like we would we would get. So, um, and I mean, hopefully, I can find some some people I know to help do some of the work. So that yeah, that's a good idea. So that's the costs aren't quite as high. But are you getting close? I think we're getting pretty close. And I looked this morning. I believe it was at sixteen seven. Yeah, it's pretty close to twenty. Is it? No. That's good. Yes. Oh, oh, now, oh, that you meant like right now is got close. Yeah, that is close to twenty. That's really close. That's wonderful. Yeah. And and where do where do people go again? Kristen, here's what happened. Somebody broke into her business. They took a a saw and sawed a hole in their roof through 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 metal. Right, Tammy. Correct. They cut they cut through the roof. They cut through the roof. Metal in the whole deal to break into the wrong business but other than that and they cut into the roof right before we got two feet of snow no it was right oh. during the oh. snowstorm oh, that was during the, whole, the snow oh. storm. well the reason they do oh that though God. is because it takes longer for the police to come oh, because there's I so suppose, much, they have so many yeah. emergencies to test to that makes sense so wow and they took some slower time to get there and the the actual um i looked it up so the actual gofundme is um, GoFundMe.com and then slash and then help rebuild Muddy Paws Cheesecake. Okay, so people can go there and they can donate. What if you, we need to get you over the 20,000 mark, closer to the 40,000 mark. Oh, thank you. Don't you think? Yeah, we, we, there's things that aren't, things like menus and things, other little, little things that, right. I'm, that I know are going to come you know they're going to come into play that I haven't I I, I'm, I haven't estimated in there right, but yeah right. so any and uh, you know what what we do is we give back all the time for 25 years and whatever if there's anything left it goes back <laughs> yeah well that's great that's wonderful so we'll stay on top of that the whole time you're here and give that uh, GoFundMe address out again great the GoFundMe page thank you so and what, much what is it um, it's GoFundMe.com and it's help rebuild Muddy Paws Cheesecake help rebuild muddy paws cheesecake all right we'll keep that up on our website as Thanks. i said as well Thank you hey, the so upside much. is this isn't england we just did a news story today on our true crime tuesday dumb crime stupid criminals uh the cops told the woman somebody broke in and stole a bunch of their equipment <clears throat> they said well why don't you go start checking ebay this was the second time she'd been busted oh, right, into yeah. in five uh like five weeks they sold all stuff he goes well go check on ebay and see if somebody's selling it because we really don't have manpower to look into burglary anymore Oh, God. Oh, like that? Your England law enforcement's is, like, oh. yeah, we just don't have the cash for that. England's in a really bad place right now. Well, tons what do you mean? and Socialism tons of doesn't work, really? And then the, the, the whole description, the cops are like, yeah, you know, we tried everything. We looked at the CCTV footage and we just couldn't tell who it was. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so like much. English uh, law enforcement right now. <laughs> it does. Sound, sounds like English everything right now. And the murder rate. From knives in London is it greater than New York now. Wow. Yep. Yeah. Oh, a lot really? Of knives, yeah. yeah. Their crime is really high right now. Yeah, because their policemen aren't armed and. Yep. And they have no money to fight crime. No, but other than that, everything's good. How about Cardi B? Did you hear that audio of her complaining about her taxes? <laughs> I can't believe these people taking forty percent of my money to the feds. What are you doing with my money? All of a sudden, she realized, oh. It's a little expensive to be an American now, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> and then, it sure is. And she's got a baby on the way. She's got a baby on the way. That's her for 2018. One of my favorites is, uh, what's the neighbor's name on Simpsons, Andy? Ned Flanders. Ned yeah. Flanders. Ned yeah. Flanders. The kid comes up and goes, Mr. Flanders, explain federal income tax to me. I just don't understand. What do they use our money for? Well, they use it for law enforcement and, of course, fighting fires and of course, a lot of it goes to people that just don't feel like working. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was very funny. So what's the latest in Los Angeles? What's going on? Anybody new we should know about that's uh, horrendous and horrible? 
<laughs> did you? Uh, did you stay? Uh, here's what I want to know: Did you stay up late on Saturday to watch Beachella? To watch Beyonce? Uh, no, I, I guess did it would have been at one a.m. for you guys. It was eleven, twelve. Yeah, it was eleven a.m., eleven p.m. here. I made a huge mistake because of that. I want you to know, and they recorded it, and now they're playing it on the KQ Morning Show all the time. I Uh-oh. read the lyrics to that song. So, of course, it's my voice saying, when he F's me good, I take his ass to Red Lobster. So now they play that over and over, so it sounds like I'm the one that got F'd. You know what I mean? Yeah, laugh it up, Kristen. So, I take it, you weren't either A, in Indio, California, watching it, B, you weren't at home on YouTube watching it either. No, I was not. I'm, I'm not a fan of... Uh, can you believe that Kendrick Lamar got a Pulitzer Prize? Are they have they lost their minds? You know who I'm surprised who didn't get a Pulitzer Prize? Who? Was the indie star team that exposed the USA gymnastics scandal with Dr. Larry Nasser. Uh, exactly. That's who should get a Pulitzer Prize. And they didn't get one. They did not. I was really surprised at that because that this will be the biggest sexual abuse scandal I think we'll ever see in sports. It's bigger than um the Sandusky one. Oh yeah. Sure. Oh, for sure it is. Absolutely. And so many people are. So many people knew it was going on and did nothing about it. Oh, decades, and that's the thing too. It wasn't just like oh, it was a few years. It was decades it was. of people knowing and not doing anything. And be, again, for all you know, at the cost of all of our gymnasts who were out there winning gold medals and representing our country. That yes. part of it is so disgusting to me. Because I, I've loved the sport, I've followed it for so long, and I'm like, just to think that these poor young women had to go through this. Did you play sports when you were a kid? I was a dancer, so I was the kid that was at dance six days a week. So you and Alex, our daughter, same story. Mm-hmm. I actually one time was scowled at. Uh, we were in a big auditorium, and there must have been, oh, God, the place was packed. There were thousands of people there. The guy was going around asking everybody. He had his microphone in. So, uh, what's your impression so far of the dance cup? I mean, this thing was about 18 hours long. <laughs> and your kid goes up about every three hours. So you, she goes up for three minutes, and then three hours you sit there and wait for the next time she goes up. So I'm sure your parents went through that, Kristen, right? Yes, they did. And a lot of, like, waiting in the parking lot, waiting to pick me up right. or drop me off from dance class. So here's the deal. At the end of the day... Uncle Tommy's getting a little tired. So he said, okay, well, it's the end of the competition. Give us your overall thoughts of how things went today. I said, watching my daughter dance is a joy. Watching your dance is hell. (laughs) 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 And he didn't uh, like that too much. (laughs) And I mean, your specific That's like every dance dad ever. (laughs) It is every dance dad ever, but they won't be honest. (laughs) And the other thing about it is, most of the dance instructors have booze on their breath. I noticed that at those things. So they are suffering through it all, except for they're going backstage and shwheeling up a storm while you're just sitting there in the high school gymnasium going, okay, uh, that's good. That'll be good. But the stakes are so much higher now because all of these kids want to get on, like, um, little big shots. And so you can dance. And all of these, America's Got Talent, there is, like, a system that sort of funnels these kids in um, to all of these TV auditions now. It's amazing. Right. Uh, I, I saw that American Idol got killed by the American Country Music Awards or whatever they're called. And um, then they got killed on Monday night with The Voice. It is the lowest ratings they've yeah. ever seen, and that does include the Fox ratings when it was on the other network. That thing is a disaster. What are they going to do with that? Here's the thing. I think that ABC is going to be like, it was a learning curve for us. Yeah. This is, I think, how they're going to spin it. And they're going to try and find some judges at lower prices, not the Katy Perry $25 million, oh, and try and, like, suck it up oh. and do it for another season. But the sad thing is, is that they had a sure bet ratings winner, which is always in the top ten, and it's called Dancing with the Stars. Yep. And... You know, it's, it's never on Sundays, but it's always on Mondays, and they're only getting four weeks. But yep. had they done the 10-week season, ABC would have been fine. No, you're absolutely right. We'll be right back. What's going to happen next is Kristen Burt will give us more horrible movies to go see in part three of Tom Bernard's <laughs> show. 
Just like all of you, I had been hearing about my pillow and was skeptical that it was as great as everyone says. Well, I received my first my pillow and I love it. It's very comfortable, stays in that same exact position all night. Fantastic. Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow, has a very special offer for Tom Bernard Show listeners. My pillow is offering more than 50% off his four pack special, which includes two premium my pillows and two go anywhere pillows. If you're looking for a great night's sleep, now is the perfect time to get your first my pillow. If you already know how great the my pillow is, why not give them to everyone you know? Call 800-516-5146, use promo code TOM, or go to MyPillow.com. But make sure you use promo code TOM. Call 800-516-5146 and use promo code TOM. That's 800-516-5146, promo code TOM. This is Tom, and I want to tell you a story about camping. A guy named Tim, his back pain, and his angry wife. You see, Tim went camping with his family, but he aggravated his recurring back problem a couple of days before when he was golfing with his buddies. His wife had to set up the campsite and do all the heavy lifting, and Tim couldn't do a whole lot with the two kids. Tim was not a happy camper, and neither was his wife. The following Monday, Tim's wife got him an appointment at Hopkins Health and Wellness Center, a DMR method clinic. Their team of physical therapists and chiropractors figured out what was really wrong with his back, quickly got him out of pain, and taught him how to keep it from coming back. And what did Tim say was the biggest benefit of finally handling his back problem? Happy wife, happy life. DMR clinics are a group of physical therapists, chiropractors, and allied medical spine specialists that can help you feel better fast. They have a 96% success rate. It's covered by insurance, and you don't need a referral. They have convenient locations in Hopkins, Woodbury, Rogers, and Blaine. For a free consultation, go to dmrmethod.com. That's dmrmethod.com. Bad breaks. Setbacks. What's going on? What's going on? God, that was such a great... And then his own dad kills him. That's nice touch. See, that's the one thing I got. I, I could be very cheerful about. Even though my father told me he never liked me, at least he didn't kill me. Same here. So that's good. <laughs> you know, that's a good... At least he didn't open fire on me. Take that as a plus, can't you? Nobody's even responding. <laughs> <laughs> we all apparently have daddy issues. Yeah, apparently, apparently we've all got daddy issues. I'm not going to say anything. My dad will kick my ass after the show, Tom. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, that was so good. Tammy that was so psychological. I, wasn't it? <laughs> I realized as I looked around the room, I'm like, ooh, God, we got a lot of daddy issues. <laughs> I know. I was like, I'm like, I'm not super close to my dad, so I was like, I got nothing to say. You're not close to your dad. I would assume you would be close to your dad. No, I'm not. You know, um, his, uh, listen to me, let, let me air some family dirt. Um, since I already, like, blabbed about my brother, uh, I think. Uh, you get along with anybody? Was, I do. My mom's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> My mom. Well, ba- basically, let's be honest. I'm kind of like your dad now. You can be my dad. That's see. okay. See, I'd I be, like I, that. I'm kind of like your dad now, so if anybody bothers you, I'll just kill them. Fantastic. <laughs> okay. You have my back. I appreciate I it. I do, yes, absolutely. Uh, yeah. No, my dad um, has a difficult second wife. Oh, no. Yes. Um, so that makes things challenging, and the stuff that comes out of his mouth are, is not the dad that I grew up with. I grew up with a great dad. I have to be super oh, honest. Oh, uh, He changed. It's huh? stuff that comes out of her. Like I think it's just like she's in his ear, and that's that. And and I thought for and listen to me. I'm like I'm just gonna throw this out there. I did think for a long time it was me. And so you sit there and you try and figure out ways to make it work, but right. it turns out the rest of my family can't stand her either. So okay, I have a question for you. Yeah. Are you a lot better looking than his wife? No, that's what it is. There you go. That's a bingo. Uh, That's what you get. That's what you get for being pretty. It's your fault. Here's the other thing, and I'm going to say this too. I do have empathy for her on this one topic. (laughs) Oh, she's that that homely. I think my dad talks about my mother too much when my brother and I are around the two of them. Um, because he's always asking about my mom's family and talking about all the good times that they had. And I think for her, uh-huh. I'm just a reminder of like my mother and my mother's family. And I think that honestly has a lot to do with it. And because who wants to hear about the first wife? Nobody so, does. And my mom is 
great. Like everybody likes her. Everybody loves her. My father's family misses her tremendously. And so I think that that's what it is. So your mother's still okay though. She, did she get married too? Uh, she did not get remarried, um, but she's got an awesome boyfriend, and she's very happy. Okay, so good. That's all that matters. All right. I just wanted to make sure, because for a second there, I thought, God, I hope something didn't happen to her mother. Now we're talking about dad and the second no. wife. Thank God. That's no. good news. She's good. She's good. I think I think in hindsight, like honestly, if my dad wanted to like go back in time, I think he would probably try and work things out with my mother. I, You know what I think is really funny? And tell me if I'm wrong and Tammy... I, we need your vote too. <laughs> do women like little men have a real problem with big men? They do. They have a huge. They don't want to admit it, but they do. Dave, you know this is true. That little guys have a, a complex, about right? It. And women have a complex about good-looking women. So if you if you're an attractive woman, you guys, I mean, so Tammy and Kristen, you you. Do you put up with grief from other women because you're better looking than they are? <laughs> Not to my I, I face. don't think I do. Um, only because I live in L.A. and everyone's prettier than me. Oh, gee. <laughs> ah, here we go. That's why I'm in Minnesota. No, it's true. <laughs> That's why I'm in Minnesota. <laughs> That's really nice, Tammy. Tammy, no, in Minnesota, you are a 10 way. plus. Well, LA, two, maybe no, three. No, I, I didn't mean it that way. I meant, I, that's not how I meant it. I meant right. that if I was in LA, like, you know, I'm not that, that, that tiny, and I'm, you know, I'm not, I don't, you know, I, I don't know. I don't exfoliate. <laughs> I don't exfoliate. Really good. I don't exfoliate. I'm happy. Not into you know the waxing. I mean? like, like, I wear sweatpants and, you know, yeah. That's a good thing. I got I sweatpants, sweatpants on right sweatpants. now. It's yeah. the greatest thing ever. I sweatpants wear, yeah. are great. Yeah. So, but, so do you, you don't think that's true necessarily, Kristen, that, that women, because I have noticed uh, when some women are around a woman that's very attractive, they get really weird about it. It's just like guys around a big, muscular guy. They get really weird about that. Oh, no. For no, I sure. do the opposite. I'm always like, you're so pretty, I can't stop staring at you. I'd rather tell a woman that. Are you talking to me now? <laughs> I just think I, I'm not <laughs> it She just went right on. Didn't even acknowledge <laughs> me. That was great, Kristen. Thank you. You're welcome. She just You're didn't welcome. even acknowledge I said anything. She just goes, yeah, what I was talking about was... <laughs> I'm so used to you, Tom. It's just like, I'm like, oh, here he goes. Here he goes, going off another one of those deals again. So, you know, you're fighting with your dad, you're fighting with your brother, but you're getting along with your mom. I'm not fighting with my dad. It's just kind of status quo. That's all it is. My My brother, I don't think, knows that he's fighting with me because he doesn't know that my mother told him. (laughs) <laughs> that he whined to her about the $150 package. Uh, and I just went back and I, I reviewed the, the receipts I had in terms of the video and the exchange, and I thought, you know what? I feel like if I go and say, Mom said that you were upset and blah, 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 it's going to make it into a bigger deal. I just kind of let it blow over because yeah. I'm okay. I, I went to see if I did anything that I thought was inappropriate or looked ungrateful, and it wasn't. So, so what does your <laughs> husband say about all this? Uh, he's used to it. He's one of seven, so there's always something going on, you know? Well, I'm one of seven, but they all ignore me. <laughs> they do. Honest to God, I never hear from anybody in my family. None well, my, of them? Well, my oldest brother and oldest sister I haven't talked to in years. Mm-hmm. Um, then I have a sister that I do talk to. She's just older than me. Yeah, Vicky and Troy you talk to Vicky and Troy I talk to all the time. And then Todd I would, but he stays to himself. And then Tony... My brother Tony's kind of a union activist, so he's too busy fighting the good fight for unions yeah. everywhere to have any contact with me whatsoever. I, I just think it's family dynamics, especially when you come from a big family. Like I'm probably closer to a few of my um, cousins. Like two of them grew up across the street from us. I'm closer with them than I am with my brother. They're also a little bit more like-minded, um, live a more similar lifestyle and stuff like that, even though they live in Chicago. Um, But they're all, like, sort of more family people. My brother likes to date 22-year-olds, and, you know what I mean? I understand. It's just a different life. Um, And so when I, if I go to visit, I go to visit Chicago and, you know, spend time with my cousins and my aunt and uncle are there, and I don't know. But I think every family has its own dynamic. Just because oh, yeah. they're your sibling doesn't mean they're going to be your best friend. Well, I will tell you this, and I won't rat out which one of my brothers, because I have four brothers. But you have to understand that my youngest brother 
Well, I, I can't say what ages they are because they probably, but they're, my youngest brother's 15 years younger than me and my oldest brother's nine years older than I am. So I get a call the other night and I won't say which one I was. That would be like me having a six-year-old sibling. That would see, be yeah. very weird. Indeed. Yeah, Terry is Terry is 22 years older than Troy. So anyway, I get a call the other night. Tom, I hate to bother with this, but I wonder if there's anything you could do. I said, what do I need to do? Well, your brother just got kicked out of a bar for fighting. I'm like, what? Said, yeah. Well, let's say he's... Um, Older than 21. How old's your dad? My dad is 70. Um, he will wait. Let me see. We're in what 2018. He's going to be um, 73 this year. Okay, so my brother would be about 15 years younger than him. But anyway, <laughs> so I just thought, you know, getting in bar fights at that age is probably it's a real North Side thing to do. Let me just say that. It really is. There's no question about that. But apparently somebody started arguing politics and it turned into a fist fight. And it was like, oh, great. Maybe it was like you and your brother. Do you guys get in fist fights when you get together and talk politics? <laughs> when we were kids, he would pull my hair like across the room. Like, he drag would? me around like a caveman. <laughs> yes. But that, that was not over politics. That was over something else. That was just over him being annoyed, or me taunting him because... I, I like I would fight verbally and he would fight physically and then he just he's a foot taller than me now I know I know better now he just sends me obnoxious memes but he knows not to anymore because he gets blocked for months and then he gets upset and then he calls crying to mom. You're just unbelievable. She has got some unresolved <laughs> issues. Oh. She needs to work her own brother. Man, you taunted your own just, brother. He just go whining to my mother and I was like, you started the fight there are consequences to sending me trump means about building a wall when i have a latino husband stop <laughs> oh, i didn't know joe was latino you, who my you didn't know my husband was latino and your husband's name joe no it's bill oh it's bill <laughs> i thought you told me his name was joe which is much more latino sounding yeah his last name is mendieta so so okay. when did you meet hilermo <laughs> when did I meet him? Yeah. Oh, uh, you you want the whole story of this? Because this is a whole this is a whole other tale. We're, we're getting into like KB stories. Um, I met him in 2006. Uh-huh. My ex boyfriend introduced us. Uh-huh. We were working together. Me and my ex boyfriend. We were no longer dating. And he's like, those uh, Bill and my ex um, Troyer had already dated. I mean, had already worked together. And they were like, he was like, I think you guys would get along. So we exchanged numbers, and nobody called each other. And then, I feel like I've told this story before, and then in 2011, I went to see a friend in the show that Bill happened to be starring in, and so after the show, I said to my friend, oh, I know the guy that was playing Ricky Ricardo. Oh, so, yeah, he did tell me that. Yeah. yeah the I Love Lucy thing. And then he finally asked me out, and we waited until after New Year's, because no one wants that awkward New Year's date. Does and anybody... Dated re- early 2012. No, but your brother wouldn't... Uh, he couldn't care less if you're, you're married to a Latino. Uh, why would he care? Hey, how about this? I, I got something to top that. I'm like, you really want to get into all this? My brother-in-law is half Irish and half Puerto Rican, and his name is Pat O'Brien. So what does that tell you? A Puerto Rican guy named Pat O'Brien. Now we're talking. It's like, like Juan Epstein. I'm telling you, honest to God, you want to talk about a guy who fights with himself. Irish and Puerto Rican, man. It's like, That's whoa. That's amazing. I'm Irish and Spanish. So. You're Irish and Spanish, yeah. so you got to understand. <laughs> but the people, no, are, are you, you're like Spain Spanish? Spain Spanish, correct. Yeah, because that's Michelle Tafoya. Her family's from Spain, or her father's family's from Spain. But we tease her all the time about that. It's the greatest thing on earth. She's Mexican. But does anybody, yeah, oh, yeah, but you're Mexican, sir. I'm not Mexican. My family's Spanish. I'm like, yeah, I know. I, you know. Does anybody care about that? And especially in Southern California, why would anyone care if someone's Latino? My brother lives in Florida. Yeah, but Florida's Florida like is all Cuban. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. But my brother's politics are different than mine, too. You have to well, remember. They are. Yeah, and, yeah, they are. Yeah, and he's kind of embraced what. Some uh, where it's okay to talk a little bit more racist now because I think people feel empowered that it's okay oh, to talk really? that way. But doesn't he yeah. live in Boca? 
Um, yes, he lives just outside of Boca, and um, <laughs> I get some bad news you know, for him. From where he lives he, down to the tip of Florida is all Jews, Hispanics, and black people. That's who lives there. 100%, and he hangs out with 100% white people. Where does he find like, them? There I don't mean like people are, <laughs> I don't mean like people genetically are 100%, but uh, on the exterior, if you look at their skin, he just hangs <laughs> out with his friends are all white. <laughs> you know, it's amazing. I have a friend, Paul Castellano, uh, Castronovo who does the morning show in Miami. He's got the number one morning show Miami has for a long time. And I looked at their demographics. The demographics in the Miami metro, which is millions of people, is 70% Hispanic, 20% black, and 10% white. I mean, Miami, there are hardly any white people living in Miami now. That's true. So yeah, I, I thought I'd buy that. And, you know, honestly, if you go down to Miami, too, Oftentimes they'll start speaking in Spanish to you because oh, that's yeah. the primary language at Absolutely. this point. I would tell your brother one thing. Do not piss off a Haitian. That is not a good idea because there's <laughs> lots of Haitians living down there, too, and you don't, you don't want to make them angry. I can guarantee you that. That is so weird. So your brother is getting lippy about, about all races or just one particular race? I don't know. He was sending me a lot of wall photos, like building the wall, oh, and building the wall. And, and I was like, you know, my husband's family is all here illegally, but some of them are first generation, and they're from Mexico, and yeah. uh, his family's from South America as well, and he's got some um, some Spain blood in him as well. But it's like Spaniard blood. But it's one of those things. It's just like, don't send me this because, you know. It's offensive, honestly. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, um, I could see And that. I'd ask him. You know, I'd ask him multiple times, like, stop sending it, and then he'd send it to me and think it's hilarious. I didn't know he's trying to get a rise out of me, but I'm like, you're not sending a great message for your daughter either. You know when what I, I mean? When are you going to spend more than an hour with us? This hour thing just don't it, – it's just not long I don't enough. know. I have a I million know, more but messages. I'm like, give me all the family dirt. They're probably all going to be like, what are you talking about? All right, tell your husband, Ola. I will. <laughs> Have a good Kristen. one, you guys. Kristen Burt, ladies and gentlemen, entertainment reporter. Tammy, you can stick around for another segment. Yep. Magnificent. We're going to be talking about Muddy Paws right after this. Tom Bernard Show.